Hey, what's going on, Knuckles family? It's your boy, Aaron Knuckles, here to give you episode three of Philadelphia Eagles talk and NFL news. So, <laughs> I've, I've been doing a good job with, you know, I think for the first time in a long time, you know, being consistent, you know, give me guys episodes, you know, each week. You're not like, you know, okay, not episodes each week, but you know, I'm like being consistent with, you know, giving you guys episodes like, not like not two weeks after, but at least a week, and try to give you guys multiple um multiple episodes a week instead of just you know just one episode a week. Because if you do just one episode a week, it doesn't like it doesn't really build your podcast up in in my in my honest opinion. Like I like you know at least like maybe three or four episodes a week. But now granted, I am going to uh, talk about uh, I am going to be uploading my uh, my as you know guys know I'm, I am going to be up, up, uploading the. Uh, the, the, the double shout out love episode recaps on here because you know what I mean like yeah you can do it on YouTube but I should do it on Anchor too so no why not do it on two excuse me two platforms actually this Thursday I gotta ask my friends if they, if they want to talk about some video games this coming weekend so either Friday or Saturday so never all about, about all that so let's get to some Eagles news and you know Eagles news this week it's kind of uh honestly for me it's kind of disappointing because now this week we were supposed to get some big news. That we were supposed to get like getting like a big signing and whatnot. And uh so oh my god, like well, okay, so basically from um from, sorry, the video. Uh Brian Baldinger said that yo that big news was coming for the Philadelphia Eagles and quite honestly it was confirmed but Shortly after we got the news that uh, that that Jason Peters is coming back, and you know I guess that's the big news because with Brandon Brooks being out for the year, they needed someone to replace him at the right guard. So we got so now so they got Jason Peters. Now I will say this like okay well okay let, let me talk about the bringing back Jason Peters first fourth you know give my thoughts on you know the big news or whatever. Um, I think that is good for depth purposes. You know what I mean? Now he's like, he's coming back to play the right guard position, be right next to um, Lane Johnson. And honestly, you know, I mean, despite you know Peter's injury and stuff like that, that is a strong side though with Lane and Peters on the both the left and the right side. That is that is very good. Now granted, Peters has not played guard, so this is going to be a different position for him. So, but I believe he will get the job done. And you look at the right side, that right side of the offensive line is very good. Now, it comes to, you know, the question where it's coming to the left side, you have Andre Diller and Oxley Salamali. I mean, that side is, you know, it is yet to be seen. Now, granted, uh, <coughs> I feel as though uh, Andre Diller went through the ups and downs. And I thought he had a decent rookie season. I mean, he's shown that he can be better. He does have to yeah, get some better technique, but he. Did very well against Khalil Mack. That was, that was like you know probably his highlight, uh, his highlight career matchup. Honestly, it was you know him not giving up on against Khalil Mack. I don't believe he, um, I don't believe Khalil Mack has got a single sack on Lance during that game. I think Khalil, I mean, uh, Andre Dillard definitely held his own one of the, against one of the best pass rushers in the game. Now, having said all, said all, said all that, say all that, you know the left side he is going to be going against some um, heavy hitters this coming season. So. Maybe this will be the year he'll step on. Now, granted, but Peter's there. He still could, you know, maybe, you know, help him out. Now, granted, 
if Andre Day was to go down, then I'm pretty sure they have Jason Peters on the left side. So, I'll say this. This move was underratedly good. I felt so we did need him back. I mean, people were still questioning whether Andre Day can, like, do it on his own or not. But, I guess, with, honestly, with Brandon Brooks being out, I believe that's the only reason why, why Jason Peters is back. And, apparently, he took down, you know, more money. He wanted to be here. So, I mean, that says a lot. So... I think what's so funny is that it says this not being my last year, this might be my last year, but it's like he really loves the game of football and he loves the Eagles. So it's like it's hard to tell somebody excuse me, stop doing what they love. Well the grant, it's 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 his decision, but I mean it's hard for him to stop doing what he loves. So I mean I keep saying oh, this is the last year, this is the last year. This might be the last year, but who who the hell knows? But I think yeah, back is a good move. Now, in terms of the big news Kind of a bit disappointed because I'm thinking like, okay, I didn't think it was going to be Yannick Ngawe because it would have been way too much. You would get a whole lot for only one year because he's not going to be here the next year because he's going to want too much money. Uh, same, thing, well, same thing with Jamal Adams. He's going to want too much money. Like, I, first of all, the Jamal Adams, I did not think that was going to happen at all. I'm like, I'm just getting tired of hearing players, oh, this player wants up. Oh, Eagles can get him. Eagles can get him. Like, they pretty much like are trying to like, have every player connected to Eagles, and it's kind of annoying. Like, not kind of, it is annoying. It's like, you know, if Eagles fit smart, Eagles fans are smart, smart know that, yo, this is not happening. Like, why are y'all keep on giving us, you know, this, this false hope? Like, oh, everyone wants to go to Philadelphia. No, that's not the case. Now, I think it was, I thought it was going to be Jadam and Clowney, at least. Because they're still not sure with Derek Barnett. Brandon Graham's getting old. Like, I, they're still unsure. Now, Greg, Brandon Graham can still play. He can still play. But I still feel as though that that defensive line, we don't know what's going on with that. We, we really don't know. So, I would have been happy with just Damian Clowney, honestly. But he said apparently he said he wants to become an Eagle, despite that, that happened with him and Wentz. So, I would have liked to see that. But, I mean, uh... Uh, it's just, it's, it's a bit disappointing. Well, Grant, I think, offensive line, you can make the argument does come first, because you gotta protect Wentz. You know, with, like I said, getting Jason Peters, I feel as though that is, uh, another really good move, so, <coughs> so, I'm, like I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm not angry, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm happy with the, uh, with getting back Peters at a, you know, at a cheap deal. Like I said, I feel as though, him playing right guards, it's gonna be new, but like that right side, it's gonna be very, very hard to stop. The left side, that's gonna be a little bit concerned, but maybe Andre will step up this year. Who knows? So I hope, he, I hope he does. I, I believe he will. I believe he will. Like he's gonna have some growing pains, but we'll see what happens. Now, so that's pretty much about the Eagles this week. Uh, far as I know, like it wasn't nothing, anything too huge happened this week. That's about it. So I guess we get to the our. Uh, our favorite rival, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. And they did not get a deal done with Dak. And honestly, I'm going to say this. I'm not a... Okay, so I hate the Cowboys, obviously. Now, Dak Prescott as a fan, as a, I mean, as a, as a person, I think he's a good guy, but what really bothered me was how, you know, he kind of, like, talked about the comments about, you know, NFL players protesting. You know, he obviously was saying that, saying that, you know, to get on Jerry Jones' good side. Yada yada. I didn't really like that, but having said all that, I feel as though the Cowboys did him dirty for by not paying him. Now, here's the reason why, and I believe I talked about this last week, but <coughs> excuse me, I guess I'm getting more in depth to it. Really can't remember. So you paid everybody else. 
guys are holding out, playing Cabo, doing whatever they want. You paid Zeke, you paid Demarcus Lawrence, you paid Cooper, you paid uh, Jalen Smith. You paid all these guys, except for Dak Prescott. He's played in. He's done everything right for you. He's done everything right. Said all the right things. Played every game. He was there available for you guys. Even then, he was there and he had his best numbers this year. Now, to play devil's advocate, here's the reason why I believe, you know, the Cowboys are not, did not pay him. Now, Grant, let's not pretend the Cowboys didn't F this up. They F this up, up by not paying him early. They waited until Wentz got paid, until Goff got paid. Now, even Mahomes got paid. He still didn't pay him. Like, you're putting, put, you're putting more pressure on yourselves by not paying this guy. Now here's the you know, here's the devil advocate. When he bet on himself this year, it that was a big risk because despite what happens, no matter what you did the previous years, they, they worry about what happens this year to get your money. And this year, okay, yeah, the numbers look good, but they're behind in a lot of those games. So Curtis can have to throw the ball to make his numbers look good, but he lost against winning teams. They only won against one winning team. It got re retired at the time. But a legit winning team was the Rams. They beat the Rams. But I truly, truly... Actually, before I get to the, the Eagles game, I feel as though the Cowboys see Dak that we need to have everything around him to do well. Like, <coughs> like back in his rookie season, I believe he did, he deserved to win the rookie of the year. But when I really look back at that rookie year, it was mainly Zeke. Without Zeke's running game... Dak Prescott wouldn't be where he is today. Like, just we got, you, everyone, we have to remember that team was not meant for Dak. That team was meant for Tony Romo. And I, I'm not going to lie. If Tony Romo did not get hurt, the Cowboys was, was going to be a problem because Romo already had the connection with Dez. Dak and Dez just didn't really see eye to eye on some things. Like, it just, he just wasn't that type of passer. But Romo knew where to throw the ball to Dez Bryant. And that was going to be a huge problem if, if, uh, if um, Bell was going to be there. So he didn't even have to do much. Second year with Adzik Elliott, we saw what happened. Third year, they needed that wide receiver. Now, granted, football is a team game. You need a good weapons around you. But during that year, that th- his third year, the Cowboys defense was great. So the defense was carrying the offense that year. This fourth year, they had a number one rated offense, but they really didn't do all that much. Like I said, the numbers looked good, but they lost against winning teams. They really couldn't do all that much. And so as I feel so the Cowboys feel so, yo, we need to have everything around you to for you to do better. Like, it's not like, because we're thinking about that offense runs through Zeke. If you shut down Zeke, you pretty much are, are set to win the game. Like, when Zeke, the games that they lost, when Zeke doesn't have like, like close to 100 yards, they mainly lose that game. So the defensive coordinators are preparing for Zeke, not Dak. Like, hey, Dak, you can throw all the ball you want to, but we're going to stop Zeke. Now, Grant. I think the one game this year that I feel as though Dak did play a good game despite them losing was the game against the uh, Vikings. Played very well, but see, that was the one game where Zeke did terribly. Like Zeke was just bad. Was just bad that game. But having, but all, but despite all that, I feel as though the biggest reason why the Cowboys did not pay Dak is because he lost a game in Philly, a game that he had no business losing to, a team that had lost all three of their main wide receivers. Lost two, two, two. Um, was Brandon Brooks playing that game? Well, I believe Brandon Brooks was playing that game. Yeah, Brooks was playing that game. Lost Lane Johnson, 
They lost, like, they had a bunch of guys on the practice squad. Not a bunch, but, like, a decent amount of guys on the practice squad. And you couldn't, not only you couldn't beat them, but you couldn't score a touchdown. That was the game that, hell, that was the game that possibly proved, hey, you know, um, who's better? Zach or Wentz, not great. Even if the Cowboys Eagles were to lose, it would have been like, we didn't have our practice, we didn't have our full guys there anyway. So, but, you know, the, the fans are always going to do that. But having said all that, uh, I think that was the game where Dak needed to win to get that deal. Truly, truly needed that. So now he's going to come into this next year with a lot of pressure. Hell, he might not even, he probably doesn't even, honestly, having part of us might, might be like, hey, I don't feel like being here anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's, now, just market-wise, yes, it would have been nice to see him get paid. And, it, honestly, man, you should just go, go through with a lot of black quarterbacks. I mean, Ryan Tannehill got paid before him. Jimmy Garoppolo got paid before him. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo was in, the, was in, the, in the league longer, but you see, like, black quarterbacks don't get like, don't get a change, same treatment as the other guys. Cam Newton got let go, which I feel so the Panthers did him dirty. Like, it's just... I, like I said, I see two sides of the story. Like, Dak did with the games that mattered the most this year. At the same time, though, he's done, not just, he's done all that you asked him to. He's put up the numbers, but I mean, some of the numbers can, numbers can lie. Some, like, they don't lie, but they can deceive, they can, like, they can uh, what's that word I'm looking for? They, they can they can lie sometimes, but it doesn't show you the so the, uh, the truth though. You need to know like what was behind the uh, what was behind the effect, pretty much. What was the cause? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, like, but overall, I feel as though they did do them dirty because then they say, oh, they didn't get the deal done at the last minute. What? Like, see, something just seems fishy about all this shit because like the Cowboys guy was saying. Oh, Dak turned on this, Dak turned on that, Dak turned on this, Dak turned on that. Like, you're trying to make Dak look like the bad guy right here. Like, I don't I don't believe any of that stuff. I granted Dak didn't say anything, which you know, if you were to say something, it would make him look, look bad. But the Eagles the, the Eagles, the Cowboys are making themselves look bad by keep on talking, talking, and talking. So yo, y'all need to hop off this man's business, man. Like, stop making him look like the bad guy. And it, it, it's sad. It it really is. And like I said, I I feel bad for the guy. I said, I'm not a fan of Prescott, but I feel bad for the guy. You know what I mean? Like I said, he's done all that they asked him to do. He's done everything that they asked him to do. And, he, you know, they're just like, hey, hey, screw you, man. We're not going to pay you. Like, But like I said, I understand. I, I, see, I see both sides. I see both sides. So, I mean, honestly, man, like, this could be his last year playing in Dallas. If he busts, he's not going to stay there. Like, granted, it, he's going to have to do well in order to get paid by somewhere. So, we'll see with that. So, the Dak deal didn't get done. Now, another part of the uh, NFC is are the Washington Skins. Apparently, executives were accused of sexual harassment. Oh, uh, did this volume off. Sorry about that, guys. So, so a group of female... Re- Former employees, a female former employee of the NFL's Washington Skins accused top team executives of sexual harassment, of verbal abuse, and a damaging report on the team's in- internal culture on Thursday. Apparently, it was some, I think it was female uh, cheerleaders that were talking about this, and my heart goes out to them. Actually, I'm curious. 
Washington team, pl- team employees accused of workplace misconduct include top player and personal executives Richard Mann III, Alex Santos, who were fired earlier this month, and Larry Michael, the team's longtime radio play-by-play announcer, who announced his retirement on Wednesday, the Washington Post reported. The incidents were alleged to have occurred from 2006 to 2019. The, wo- the women alleged they were subjected to unwanted sexual advances and remarks from the team employees that executives with knowledge of the harassment failed to take action. In some in- instances, the women say they were pushed to wear revealing clothes or flirt with sales clients. It was, it, was, it was the most miserable experience of my life. One day, here's a former Washington NFL team marketing coordinator, Emily Advocate, told the Washington Post, we all tolerated it because we knew if we complained, they reminded of us, of us of this. There were a thousand people out there who would take our job in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, that, it's rough. And now, Washington team owner, Daniel Snyder, the, now, apparently, like I said, he was part of this. Daniel Snyder was apparently a part of this right here. <laughs> so like now he said you know he uh declined it which i mean of course he's gonna de- decline it but it is some shady ass shit so my heart goes out to all those women that were part of this abuse and then it doesn't stop there though um apparently jay gruden the coach let's see i'm posting up right now news uh, okay, I don't care about its net worth. Okay. No, well, apparently, uh, he was flirting, like, Jay Gruden was flirting with this, uh, oh, let me see, let me see. Apparently, he was flirting with a girl. I had this up. Now, I can't see the final right now. Maybe I refreshed it. Yeah, like, apparently, okay. Okay, so Jay Gruden like slept with you know with the receptionist, but uh, Capri <laughs> Biggs also slept with her. And <laughs> okay, okay, so wow, okay, so right, here's what so Jay was like super over receptionist. Capri uh, Capri Bibbs uh, offensive line was also slept with her. So when Jay Gruden heard about that, he benched him. And then here's the crazy part. So in 20, was it 2018? Yeah, 2018, Bits back up, missed a key block that led to Alex's injury. So that game against the uh, against the, uh, the Texans, that Bits back up, missed a block, and that costed Alex's career. Honestly, I think his career's over at this point. So Jay Gruden was being petty enough to bench a player that was messing with, messing with your girl? Like, dog, really? Yo, man, like, it's... Yo, the, the Washington, like... You're already being forced to change the name, and, and, you know, the pile just keeps on getting bigger, bigger, bigger. Like... Wow, man, like... I feel bad for the fans, so the fans that had, did not know anything about this. I mean, I'll laugh at... I'll laugh at the... Uh, I'll laugh at Snyder in the organization. Like, I already... They didn't like the skins, and this makes you like not like it even more now. It's just disgusting. It it really really is. Like I said, my heart goes out to the, those girls. And like I said, like football, like what I Cowboys fans, skins fans, and Giants fans. Yeah, I don't I don't like y'all, but like I'm not to the point where I'm like you know 
I want, <laughs> I want everything. I want y'all to live it miserably. And hell, get during a football season, yeah. But like, personal, personal life, I don't know what you guys go through in personal life. But this right here, like, I feel as though for me, it's like, time to stop. You no, know, don't be a fanboy and actually, you know, you know, show my support. And but hey, you know, I'm so glad, I'm sorry about what your, you know, their team has did all this. Like I said, the fans have knew nothing about this. So like, you can't get mad at the fans. Yeah, get mad at the organization. And now, you know, here's the thing. Are fans going to want to go to the games now? Like, you, you honestly, at this point, it says you have to do, like, a whole reset. Find a new owner. You need to find, you need to, like, blow up the whole entire thing. Like, I mean, granted, they were going to change the name anyway. But, like, now it's, like, you know, way up. Which is, like, this is completely, like, completely, like, taking a huge ship. Huge turn. Like, it's just bad. Really, really bad. So, uh, like I said, um, like I said, my heart goes out to the women. My heart goes out to the fans. Like I said, y'all did not notice. Um, y'all did not notice. And it's just, you know, it's unfortunate. So, yeah, like, skins, like, the organization, y'all should, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Like, it's just... It is just bad. In other news, um, Miles Garrett, he got paid. Now, granted, he got paid. Uh, so, his, uh, let me look at his deal real fast right here. So, yeah, his extension with the Browns includes $100 million guaranteed. Okay, so contract extension with the Cleveland Browns contains $100 million. Hundred million total guarantees, the most ever paid to defensive player according to league service with fifty million dollars guaranteed at signing. So he is, he is getting paid more than uh more than uh he is getting paid more than uh Aaron Donald. I mean yeah, Aaron Donald has um he has he like he's he's been going right to Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald, one of the two best passers in the game. And Bosker is getting up there too. He's getting up there too, but you know, he's staying on the market. You know what I mean? You got you, you, you got to set the market for you know, upcoming uh for the for upcoming uh peers. You really do. So y'all might people might not like it, but I mean, he's 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 the shit. Like he's for real. Bosker is for real. So shout out to him. And Derrick Henry, he got a deal too. I'm su- honestly, I am surprised the Giants uh, paying. I thought you know um. Uh, I'm surprised they like got him the deal. You know what I mean? It's just, they got a four-year uh, agreement, fifty dollars million dollar deal. So I mean, it's twenty twenty-five point five guaranteed. Is he the is he the highest-paid running back? Oh, I can't. I don't know. Just gonna mark the change in the plan. <coughs> Fifth highest-paid running back. Trail only but okay, only the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell, and uh, Dave Johnson. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. He wasn't. He, he wasn't gonna be the highest paid, but hey, you know, at least he got his money though. You know what I mean? So, like, I think Derek Harris is one of the top running backs in the league. But I mean, the best. Ugh. It's a little bit difficult to say, but like, I'm happy that he got his money. So, yeah. So, that's it today. Especially that's it for, for this today for this uh, week for the Eagles version at least. Uh, I'm just disappointed in the big news. Like, they they just hype. They, they really like hype this thing. Up. Like I said, I'm happy to see Peters back, but it's like, 
why did he have to like hype it up? You know what I mean? So, hey, maybe there, maybe there's more on the road. Maybe maybe we might get something in tomorrow or later tonight. For all we know, that would be great. So, yeah. Like I said, that's gonna be it for today. Thank you guys so much for you know listening to me talk. I'm trying to get better at this. Like I'm like don't get me wrong. Like I get nervous talking, and I usually I used to do a radio show. And here I am, you know, like, uh, you know, a little bit stuttering, yada, yada. But, you know, I love them podcasts, something I wanted to do for a long time. So shout out to Anchor for, you know, having us available right now because it's very, uh, it's, a, it's a blessing. It truly, truly is. So anyways, uh, hope you guys enjoyed this video. Like I said, I don't like just, I don't think you guys, I don't think you get likes on Anchor, but like I said, give us a like if you can. Um, you can also follow me on YouTube at Knuckles Media Fiends. So, like I said, I'm going to be doing YouTube and Anchor as, as the time goes on. Hopefully, you know, I'll be doing Twitch in, in, like, maybe in a year or so. So, anyways, you know, anyways, guys, uh, like I said, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, guys, be safe during this whole COVID thing. I know it's tough, but, I mean, we got to pull through. Love, love everybody. Be safe and take care.